Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. Today's guest is Justin Vatt. Justin is a husband and father for a fatherhood and healthcare disruptor, a TEDx and international speaker, a best-selling author, and an OCR athlete. Justin, thanks so much for being on our show. Christopher, a pleasure to be with you today. Thanks so much for having me. So one of the most amazing things about this podcast is we meet so many interesting and unique people. In your case, let's just dive right in. Why did you choose the topic of fatherhood? Yeah, so I was a, a corporate America father and trying to ascend the ranks in corporate America. And my wife was a teacher, decided to become an entrepreneur and start her own couture bridal boutique. So selling wedding dresses. And I supported her in that venture. And we had our, our first child at the time that she was, was taking that on. And so uh, I found myself at home as a, a young dad with a two-week-old baby girl while my wife was working the store on Saturdays because that was the busiest day in retail. And add three more kids to that mix, three boys in a row. And I found myself on those Saturdays at home with four kids and, you know, was stressed out, tired, overwhelmed, overcome on most Fridays, and then had my kids all day on Saturday, which was a tremendous blessing, but at the same time could also be viewed as a burden just because I was tired. I had a, what I call a dad hangover. And oftentimes those days weren't maximized and I wasn't making the most of the time that I had with my kids. So I wanted to change it. And I became intentional and really started planning out our days together, having a game plan and engaging them fully in the time that we had together and created what we call these epic moments or memories. And that's exactly what happened. My time with my kids started to become epic and I started to see our relationship grow, our communication enhance. Even my wife and I's relationship started to, to grow as a result of my intentionality with my kids and in my marriage and in my career. And what I found was that I had a recipe that could help a lot of other dads. And I did that TEDx you mentioned about two years ago. And in doing so, I uncovered this huge gap in our country and around the world where we've got a lot of lack of fathers who are in the home, the biological dad, but also we've got a lot of fathers who are physically present, but they're emotionally absent. And I recognized that I had something that could help engage and reignite fathers in our, in our country and around the world. And my kids affectionately named it Daddy Saturday, and that's when the platform began. That's amazing. Now, why do you think there is a problem and challenge, whether in the U.S. or around the world, with fathers, whether they're either physically not physically there and emotionally not there, or they're just not there at all? Well, I think it's a couple of things. I think that, one, all dads want to be better dads. They just don't know how, right? We're not, we're not given a manual for fatherhood. Most of us, the example that we had on how to be a father is from our father, and either we have a strained relationship or didn't have a dad in the home, came from a fatherless generation or didn't have the best example. And even if we did have a great example, um, there's probably things we want to change. And, and so it just, it's a difficult process. The other thing is, I think there's a lot of, of dads and men out there and men in general who we have pride, we have egos. And so we often try to do things in isolation instead of doing them in community. And so many times I, I found that in my research and my surveys and talking to a lot of other men and, and even in my own life, there were times where I would rather um, do nothing than do it wrong. Therefore, I would do nothing. And I think that causes a lack of dissonance or engagement. I think the final thing is that it's just um, we live in such a fast-paced, busy society today that it's the time tension between work and home. It's the challenges with communication. It's all of the, the stresses and the distractions and technology that's, that's pressed upon us. It's harder now to be an engaged dad than ever before if we let those things get to us. And so you know, I think that's the reason why. And I created a platform to help break down those barriers and obstacles and give tools and equip fathers to be able to, to become present and engaged. 
Yeah, that's great. I mean, personally, I'm not a father yet, but I have mentored many, many kids and students and adults, including homeless youth at the larger shelter in LA. <clears throat> and what I found is that a lot of them don't have father figures. So I'm playing that father role, whether for an hour or two or during the week. And so when people talk about fatherhood, yes, you're talking specifically for a actual father, but all of us can be a fatherly role because so many of us need mothers and fathers because we all play a certain role. So let's talk specifically to a person that you would talk to who is a father that is physically home, but is not emotionally there. What kind of advice would you have for that person? Yeah, I think that the, the first thing they need to do is, is really examine the time they have with their kids. I think in the crisis that we're in today, it's a great time to do some self-introspection and to, to do some self-awareness exercises and go deep um, and look at that iceberg that's kind of buried inside of you and, and say, why am I not engaging my kids? Is it an insecurity? Is it an inadequacy? Is it um, feeling insignificant? What is it, right? Or in a, being ill-equipped? Uh, why are you not engaging your kids and, and really start to do that why exercise and examine that to discover what it is. Oftentimes I find that it's something from your past that's impacting your present and you're allowing that to dictate your future. So you need to do that deep work to understand what from your past is causing you not to be engaged in your present. And then you need to, to do that work, eliminate that oftentimes joining community to, to, to do that moving forward. I think that's one thing. The second thing is there's this concept that is a bit counterintuitive and we talk about it in daddy Saturday in our platform. And that is um, many men try to be the hero to their kids. We all want to be seen as that hero. So if you're that dad who's physically present and you're trying to be the hero to your kids, I would say you're actually assuming the wrong position. It doesn't play out in life. And here's why, because many kids, when they're protected from experiencing success or failure on their own, they get into adulthood. They'd never experienced failure and failure at eight is way different than failure at 28. So they have no mechanism of dealing with it. And so instead, um, I ask that fathers play the role of the guide instead and allow their kids to be the hero of their own story, right? Christopher, you're all about story. And so that's a big, important role for the dads to play. And in doing so, they also drop their ego, they drop their, um, their pride, and they allow other father figures or other men to come into their kids' lives to give them experiences in ways that they just can't provide. Like for me, I'm not a handy guy. I didn't grow up working on cars or building things. So I'm like inept when it comes to construction and building stuff. Um, there's other men that are great at those things. And so I've brought them into my kid's life and they're able to give my kids experiences that I could never give them on my own. Now that's great advice. And how important do you think it is for men, especially because again, based on how we were raised, especially in the U S it's like, I was raised to fight and to have, have uh, toy guns and to be soldiers. And they have this machismo attitude. How important is, is a man just to admit, look, sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm not the best at this. You know, how important is that to really connect with either a son or a daughter? It's extremely important. And I believe that far more is caught than taught. So your kids are going to gain far more from what they see in you or see in a father figure, see in, in a role of masculinity than they're actually going to absorb by teaching. And so the, you know, the culture is going to dictate a lot of that. If you as a father, or you as a man in your kid's life, don't show them what they need to see in their, their ideal of what that looks like. It's really important for little boys, but also equally important for girls, right? Because they're eventually going to grow up and meet their future husband or have relationships and they're going to have an ideal for what that should look like. And so I think that far more is caught than taught. So being that physical example is a critical piece of that. And, you know, the importance of the role of masculinity. And I think that the challenge here is that um, there's kind of a, um, 
a way in our culture today where masculinity is being marginalized. And it's an interesting concept. I won't go into it too much here in the time that we have because it's a big, broad topic. But what I would say is that um, the role of the man needs to be defined appropriately in the family and it needs to be modeled for the children. And that doesn't just mean that machismo, you know, guns and, and war type of role. There's a lot of different components to being a man. It's very complex, but that example needs to be in the kid's life. And the biggest thing is if it's not there at all, because there's a lack of a father figure in the home, like a single mom situation, then they still need to have that experience and that engagement with a positive role model like you are for those kids in LA you were talking about. No, I couldn't agree more, Justin. Now let's talk about the, the men out there who have had a kid, but they're not there physically and emotionally. Let's talk about that. Like, is it the same advice you'd give to them or is there a specific advice that you give to them that are those that, let's say even Steve Jobs, he was not a good father for his first daughter. He was completely absent. So what advice would you give specifically to those, these individuals? I would say two things. It's, I get this, this question a lot, especially from fathers who, like a Steve Jobs, right, who progressed in their career and then kind of looking back, have some regrets and say, man, I wish I would have been there more for my kids or I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have had this Daddy Saturday thing 10, 20 years ago when my kids were younger and, and in the home. And what I tell them is, one, it's never too late. If you uh, start moving towards your kids, if you start to re-engage your kids, um, they eventually will move back towards you. It is never too late to start that process. And you can still achieve the relationship that you want, no matter what age your children are. They always, you are their father. You always will be their father. And they need you in their life as that strong figure and that strong role. And it may not happen immediately, right? Uh, it may take time. But if you start to just keep moving towards them, keep that momentum going, they will move back towards you. Or in fact, they may move right back because they've been you know, craving that for a long period of time and now they're finally getting it. The other thing I would say is I, I talk to a lot of dads, some that are incarcerated, some that have made you know, dire mistakes through infidelity or drugs or alcohol or other things and really damaged the relationship with their children. Um, and, and, and they may not be there physically. And what I often tell them is it's all about just reigniting that and reengaging. Um, your kids are resilient and they will forgive you there's nothing that you've done that, that can't ultimately be forgiven. Again, it's just a matter of moving back towards them and dealing with your own insecurities, your own inadequacies, and being able to bridge that gap and, and re-engage them. The importance of you being there and being involved in your kid's life transcends anything else that you could possibly be, be experiencing. They need you there. That's great. You know, that's a perfect way to end our podcast, Justin, when you said they need you there. And all of us need love. All of us need care, but especially from fathers. Again, myself, I'm not a father yet, but I recognize there's so much of a lack. And when the father or mother don't do their job at the home, it'll be showed in other places like schools, like which is why teachers often say, oh, you know, I can't deal with these kids because so much of it is a community effort where it's not just the parents, it's the teachers, it's the church, it's everyone combined that we can literally build a community full of people that are conscientious and really thought-provoking and purposeful like you, Justin. So Justin, thanks so much for being on our Gifters podcast. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Yeah, thanks for having me, Chris. Appreciate the time. Uh, DaddySaturday.com is a great way to engage in the, the organization. Everything around Daddy Saturday can be found there. And then you can find me at Justin Bat on LinkedIn, J-U-S-T-I-N-B-A-T-T. -T. Awesome. Justin, thanks so much for your time and for the work you're doing for the world. Thanks, Christopher.